We have a special treat today. We've been going through our series on worship, worship with everything, the idea that really everything that is available to us mentally, emotionally, physically, are ways and things and tools of which we can use to worship God. We started by talking about the Shema, this prayer that the Israelites would pray twice a day. Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one, one God. Worship the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your strength. Jesus taught this and said that was the greatest commandment. That the second one is like it, that you should love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so for us, worship is giving everything that we have back to God. And then worship affects the way that we love our neighbors. And then Scott taught us about praying the scriptures. And then last week, we used the scriptures to write a new song And something that a lot of you have in common is that you have played an instrument at some point of your life. Tony is someone that I know that has played the instrument of the bass like few people I've ever met. And I really appreciated that he said yes, that he would come and talk to us about using your instrument as a way of worshiping God. Please welcome Brent Anthony Johnson. Well, this is going to be brief. Um... Hi. Put the mic in my hand. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> how's it going? Um, I am so blessed to be here with you guys. Sincerely, um, you don't know what it means to me to uh, talk to you. Trying not to cry. <laughs> um, where should you be with your instrument? It's something that um, I don't think people understand the depth of doing and being. And there's a great difference in doing and being. You know? um, I think the church has a lot of doers, and I think at times of doing, it's very important to be that person. In times of ministry, or at the point of ministry, it is very, very, very important to be. And I think that there's a misunderstanding um, between these two things. There's nothing wrong with doing, nothing at all. Uh, being, however, comes from the inside. Mm. No? I was, uh, I started playing music at 11 and uh, just had a natural way of doing this. It was as if, as if my, I was made for it. And that was great. So I found myself in bands, and I found myself um, <clears throat> functioning with musicians and learning about the musicians in my community. I grew up in East Moline, um, and uh, a lot of great players. And uh, at a time when, when it was very, it was before the internet, it was before, it was when you went to see bands. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not faulting the internet. I would much rather sit at home, you know, in sweats, get the best camera angles to get the best sound, you know, on my little device. And, you know, I'm eating pizza, you know. Well, this, is, this is a great show. This is fantastic. You know, uh, whereas, you know, looking at the, the, the broad view, you, can, you have to look at everyone. Someone starts to play a solo, and it's like, oh, it's that guy over there. Um, the camera doesn't tell me anymore. You know, in a live setting, the camera doesn't tell anyone where to look, you know. Yeah, that's good and bad, I suppose. So, um, 
Uh, I came to Christ at 17, um, about five, six years into this journey when I was playing, and um, came, to, came to that, came to playing on worship teams through the world's weirdest scenario. I won't even get into that right now. Suffice to say that I was invited by a pastor of a church to show up. He kept calling me because I saw something that was, I saw pure evil, I saw something. Um, I saw someone who was possessed, and she was the mother of someone I knew. And the pastor came to me and said, you saw that? I said, I did. And so he kept calling me to church and so And I uh, found out, what, what, what do you do? I'm a musician. I play in bands around town and stuff like that. So I was the weirdo sneaking out, you know, my parents. That's my mom, by the way. Um, <laughs> say hi, mom. <laughs> um, so she really encouraged it. Um, and uh, it, was, it was really good for me. So I started playing at this church. And from the moment I was, that I came to Christ, I was playing music. And it never stopped. And later on in my life, well, a little later on in my life, I realized that it was kind of meant to be, um, that that's what I do. And God recognized it. And, uh, well, obviously I was built that way. Um, so, um, really, uh, it took a, a few minutes for me to... Um, start understanding the word as applied to my life, okay? I was reading the Bible because it was cool. And uh, I was learning things about God without ever really applying it to myself. I mean, it was, I was learning about God, you know? And then God started talking to me. And I was like, no, wait, hold on. That's, wait, <laughs> you have words for me? Weird. Um, and through that really wonderful little still voice, that thing that keeps talking. And at one point, I was practicing, and I heard God say, this is what I made you for. Yeah. Sorry. Amen. That was a calling. So I stopped immediately thinking about how to do it when God was telling me, be it. And it went down on the inside and stayed there. Eventually, I found myself applying the word to my life, and I stumbled across Psalm 33.3. For anyone who ever touched an instrument or ever sang or ever spoke publicly, it says, sing to him a new song, play skillfully and shout for joy. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves, the righteousness, loves righteousness and justice, and the earth is full of his unfailing love. How that works for worshiping through your instrument is, um, I've said everything I could ever say about worship right there. Right. I don't have to do this. <laughs> um, because you guys... It's so weird that from this place, um, the body that I've been called to serve sees me operate my gift. And so um, I never really have to talk about it. And that seems to be the place where the Lord uses me. And um, my job, this uh, <laughs> play skillfully thing, is very important. And I think that 
oftentimes in the church, people want to do that. And it shows up in various, you know, varying degrees of how that functions because we have lives, we have jobs, we have things to do. And so sometimes we get really busy and we find ourselves at times showing up to do this thing, to serve, right? Unfortunately, sometimes that if, 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 if you're not being it and you're not forcing yourself to live it because a call is something that you don't have a choice about. You can't just say, well, I was too busy doing this, but I'm going to do this over here. It's not going to show, it's not going to be gold, but it'll be gold-filled. You know? We, um, as a body, as believers, we can't afford that. We can't afford that. Not only do we give God our absolute best and, and prepare it, but we can't do that to each other. We can't do that. Because this place, and when we get together, is the thing that helps us go on. It can't be fake. Or half done. We can't afford that. Because this is the lifeblood of who we are as a community. It's how we stand up. It's how we talk to one another. It's how we present the idea of Christ in this world. Right? So, to be can be looked upon as uh, arrogance. You know, I am the greatest. You know, uh, he was though. <laughs> right? And I think that we, uh, sometimes the church can kind of place situations in a very weird light. Um, some years ago, uh, when Apple first started doing it, I, I, know, I, I kind of identified them as the first to do it, where they would roll out new products, right? And the guy would come up in, on a stage in front of people and talk about that product and how great that's going to be. You know, you guys realize that he got that from church, right? Yeah. Right? So <laughs> he did, it, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a service. The whole thing goes down. There's music. And then the guy gets up. <laughs> Let me tell you how great we are. The church that he stole that from took it back from them, those people, and changed it from being how great God is to how great we are. Yeah. And uh, it's heartbreaking because the church invented the university. We canonized music. We're the first people to write it down. We're the first people to teach it. And now look at it because it's been changed. You know, my, my heart cries to take that back. And the only way I can do it is to be proficient. As a called worshiping musician on my instrument, it is my, it's, it's part of my daily routine to make sure that I can do that. My joy is to do it for you guys because I, I get the best signals. You guys worship. Sorry. Now I get to see it because I'm not there showing you how I worship. That's not the job. 
I'm not teaching you how I worship. I'm taking you there. And it's, it's just not about that. Uh, it's not about showing you how I worship. Um, I sometimes can't even look at you guys because um, it's beautiful. But the job is to be so able to play that I'm not trying to play at the time that I'm leading. I'm not trying to play. I can play. Does that sound arrogant? No. I can walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, right? Do a little dance. Um, but that's how that should be for, for, for someone who's called to do this task. It's like putting on pants. It's, has anybody ever said, you know, I, I love the way you stand there. You can stand up. Looks like you've been standing up for a very long time. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, but we, we, we try to sort of uh, make things holy that are weird. It's like, it, that's normal. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do this well. There is nothing in the word of God that says, show up and figure it out. Throughout the Bible, there's 400, more than, more than 400 calls to worship. More, I mean, you know what I'm saying? There's numerous musicians named. And even in building the temple, God said specifically, go get that guy, go get that guy, go get that guy, go get that. Why? I built them to do this. I made them. I created them to do that. Can you imagine sitting there having a cup of tea and the priest show up at your house? God said, uh, you do this well. I, I do. God says he's going to build a tabernacle. And you're the guy. What? Yeah, because he created you to do this. Everyone functioning in this body, everyone functioning, everyone walking and breathing Christ has a calling. We are born with fingerprints and we don't even use them unless we're naughty. <laughs> a God who did that So we have to stop showing up for position. We have to stop wanting to appear to be something we're not and just simply be because we are all something. And it's a matter of addressing that and serving this body. I, you know, we live in this post-Christian age, right? We do. Maybe it's because we're not showing up. Make... You know, maybe the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was give me your soul for 30 years. I'll give you a pension and make you can have your life back. What? Why are you in ministry? You'll be poor. I'm, a, I'm, I'm in ministry and I'm a musician. I'm broke. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's not, that's not the career path that one chooses for oneself. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> but... Worshiping on the instrument, it's such a, when, when, when Greg and I talked about this, I couldn't really talk about playing. I mean, and, uh, people want to talk about 
that thing when they see me do that thing. That's great, that's wonderful, and it's really sweet. And I'm, I'm, I love the fact that you love how I speak into the music of this place. I do, thank you. Um, but the music I speak into in the world out there, that is my witness. Because I can't walk in proclaiming Jesus and not be able to do the job I got hired for. None of us can afford that. Right? <laughs> Thank you. We can't afford it. So oftentimes, I, I, my greatest witness and how I get to talk to people about Jesus is because I showed up and did something well. You know, people say weird things to each other, right? You seem rather spiritual. <laughs> I just asked for pizza. Um, <laughs> I'll bless it. Don't worry. <laughs> huh. We'll be back in a second, you know. Um, but that is how I am able to talk to people about the Lord. And that's the only way. That's all I got. And I love it. Having one thing, one thing by which you can speak into the world. Because it, life is big. It's like a mountain. It's, imagine Everest, right? Uh, you're going to climb Everest. There's so many ways to get up there. And if you find the right Sherpa to take you up the way you want to go, it's usually a successful trip. If you want to go up a different way and you find the wrong Sherpa, the Sherpa says, uh, you got to go find, you got to go talk to Ted. I don't do that. I've been up there 500 times, just not that way. You got to find the guy that takes you up the right way that you want to go, right? Otherwise, as a mountain, it's just too big. <sighs> this is the way I get up the mountain. That's it. It's the only way I know how to do it. It's the only way I want to do it. <laughs> and there are bodies going up there that did it the wrong way or something. And I... <sighs> so, so, all that said, um, worshiping on your instrument, it's a really interesting and weird task. Um, it comes down to how in the world we're ever going to be able to say anything about how wonderful God is. We, um, <laughs> you know, well, <sighs> with, with, with singing and worship being mentioned so often, obviously God means it. Obviously means it. And, you know, people sort of fall into this idea of, let's make a joyful noise. I can't really sing. Yeah. Fine. You know, uh, however, if you want to sing, you can learn to sing. You can learn to sing. Anybody can learn to sing. Actually, if you sing enough at home, you'll sing better in public. If you want to, be, if you want to sing. Not to be a singer, but if you want to sing, sing all the time. Sing all the time. Just do it. Just go out. Just walk through it. I, 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 sing, I sing all the time, and I don't even know I'm doing it. I didn't turn the radio on in my car. I'm driving down the street singing. I, you know, so I'm at a stoplight, and I'm sure people are like, wow, he's into that song. And you know, the window comes down, and there's no music. Maybe he's on his phone. Um, maybe he's singing with someone online. Maybe they're, you know. 
Maybe they're doing a podcast. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> uh, wow. Um, thank you for letting me do this. Um, there's all kinds of things here. The other thing I want to identify is that worship is warfare. It's warfare. Um, and if you aren't prepared for that, you're going to get run over. We are going to get run over. We, as a musician, I've always kind of, you know, when I teach, I, I, I make this comment that <clears throat> if you're going to go fight a battle, wouldn't it be wonderful to be a specialist, like special forces, right? I'm into military history and all that stuff. Uh, if not for an amazing, wonderful case of astigmatism, I would actually have had a military career. When um, I was young, you couldn't get corrective surgery to do that sort of thing. And they weren't taking people with glasses, you know. And they were saying, oh, you'll probably end up typing or something. Great. Why go? Um, but I, I really, part of me wanted to be like a Green Beret or an Navy SEAL or a Ranger or something like that, you know. And um, I wouldn't want to go into warfare any other way than with specialists. I, I give the example of how... Um, as a team, very small team, usually six people or so, everybody knows someone else's job in the team in case something happens. But applying that to music, when, when in, this, in this church, the way we work together, Greg and I, there's, a, there's this wonderful dialogue that goes on. And I'm paying more attention to that, really, as, I, as we lead, because he'll say something or play something, and I'll play something back, he plays something back. That's a wonderful conversation. That happens a lot. You think about jazz musicians. It's a conversation. It's usually not about the song. The song is merely a platform to be around people you love and care for and who care for you and how there's this beautiful relationship that it's beyond words. You know what I'm saying? It's, we don't have to talk to each other <laughs> uh, about the song. It's not about learning the song as you try to lead someone to the throne of grace. That's an impossibility. You know what I mean? Imagine a pastor preaching and is learning the Bible as he or she does so. That would be weird. Imagine learning how to drive and driving someplace, never having touched the wheel, never having been behind the wheel of a car before. Uh, you're going to go to California. I don't drive. You, you are now. But by the time you get there, you might be better at it. <laughs> if you get there. Um, um, you know, you're going to drive through every major city between here and the West Coast. Good luck. Uh, um, uh, that, so that's, that's, uh, that's not something to do. Nobody, you know, that's absurd. Ha, 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 ha. And yet, in certain churches right now, there's someone on a platform trying to lead people, trying to learn this thing. This thing. This thing. No. We have to take the time to, to get our craft together. That happens at home. That happens at home. None of this stuff happens in public. It shouldn't. I, I spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours every week to maybe play well, there's three songs here on Sunday. I might do a commercial session. 
I might do this, I might play on someone's record. I would say that if I'm not playing live, if I'm not touring, if I'm not doing that sort of thing, there's not a week that goes by that I've played like 10 songs, unless I'm trying to learn something. Um, but to learn the songs that I need to present is worship. Everything's worship. Everything goes back to being <laughs> and not doing. I can't do music. I can't, I can't. There are days I don't want to do music. Really, honestly. There, I'm sure there's days that Robin doesn't want to dance. Greg doesn't want to preach. <laughs> I'm sure of it, you know. You, we all have jobs. Do you want to go every day and do it? Is anybody really good at their job? Is anybody really, really good at their job? I mean, no, I'm, re I'm asking a serious question. Who's really good at their job? I think so. Yeah, right? right? But isn't that a weird, isn't that weird? Okay, so if you're really good at your job and you love your job, how many of you are called to your job? Yeah, right? Right? I guarantee you that if you feel that way, it is far more effective, not only for the job itself, but for everyone around you. I love it when I'm hanging out with somebody who's working and they're really good at their job. You just want to be next to them. You just want to like, wow, this is cool. Um, this person's really called to do this. And you learn so much, just the conversation about it. And so as we talk about music, it, I don't know that I can play music anymore without worshiping. I, I think that's been the case for 40 years maybe. And I, it doesn't matter what I'm playing. I will cry in a minute to Eleanor Rigby, the song, the Beatles. I think God meant the Beatles, just a comment. Um, and I say all the time when I'm, when I'm talking with uh, Christian singer-songwriters, if, 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 if that person can make a two minute and 34 second song that is that profound, that is a worship song. I don't know what to say here. Say Jesus. Okay, that's great. It's a worship song. Good. In the context of that song, two minutes, 34 seconds, we're introduced to two characters. One of them dies. And there's all this aftermath and this how life can be life and this sort of thing. That's amazing. I think that, I think that God meant us to hear that. So it's not just Christian songs. It's not just worshiping as a worshiping musician, as a worshiping through my instrument. For this, it's simply being everything. And honestly, trying to develop a skill set and trying to, you know, have chops, that sort of thing. It's, I think the thing that I bring to music is that I'm worshiping all the time. I just worship to, you know, playing a track for a bank commercial for Geneseo last week. And I found myself worshiping. Not the bank. Um, but just because um, I don't know that there's a magic uh, place where, as a musician, where I'm playing something that I didn't know I could play. That really doesn't happen. It's really... Um, Sometimes, in that context, it's just very profound. And I think that's the Holy Spirit. I think that's what that is. I think that notes are just notes, and God brings them to life through the player, through these 
hands, through this voice, through, you know. And, and, I, and, that, and that's really all there is as a Christian, as a believer, as a musician. Um, we, uh, well, doing this doesn't automatically make it holy. Because we can't put that on and take that off at will. We can't do something and expect God to go, yeah, that, that, that right there. It's how we come into the scenario. And it, it's who we are in this moment in time ordained to present this idea. So, um, God's calling doesn't exonerate those called from the hard understanding of needing to become as skilled as possible any more than playing in a church makes itself holy. Um, I am so glad I was able to do this. I hope I made sense. Um, I'm asking all of you to be and stop doing. Please, please, please be. Be because you, you are. That's why. You are. Just just be. Ask God. Ask him. He'll tell you. He'll tell you. He'll, he'll tell you a lot. He'll tell you when you want to do something else. Because he's, the Holy Spirit is waiting to use us to talk to this place. They need to hear. And how we get up the mountain, how we get there, is unique, completely individual. God's very creative. <laughs> he is. I mean, look at each other. Wow. There's a lot going on here that you can't just sit down and write. What we see every day, we take for granted every day. Wow. Because this is how he's going to do this. He's going to use us. I am relieved that I'm done talking now. I'm relieved now. <laughs> Got through that. I'm also relieved that um, that I was able to be blessed with this thing um, to do this little bit, this little tiny bit. So that's what it means to worship through your instrument. The instrument is a vehicle. Worship is, of course, the idea. It's how. So if you take a moment and think about how you worship and what that means and what that could mean for outside of these walls. Thanks. <laughs>